are now entering the Brooks. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I am the other co-host, Jason T. Agaphany. Thanks, Jason. Good to see you. How you doing this week? (laughs) I'm fucking tired. Why are you tired? What is it, like crazy late at night on a Monday or something? It's late motherfucking o'clock. Okay. But... I love our listeners, and that's why we're here. Yes, for them. And I love you, and so I'm willing to accommodate times. Well, I'm very fond of you. Oh. (laughs) I started allergy shots again, which is great, but the downside to allergy shots is that you feel like you have bad allergies the day that you get them. And it was today? Yeah. Well... And so, good luck to us. We're both feeling kind of loopy. So, let's. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we should just kind of get to it, you know, because honestly, the quicker we get into it, the quicker we'll be done with this and, and watching the next episode of Ted Lasso, right? Am I right? We can all agree that as soon as we're done with this podcast, we can just go back to watching Ted Lasso again. Okay. Uh, can I talk about the bright spot for God's sake? Get into it. All right. I was thinking about a bright spot and I was thinking about, you know, the world, and there's nothing good out there. So, my bright spot this week is very personal to me. It's my niece has gotten Aww. her first job. Oh. And I'm Con- a proud, proud uncle. Congratulations. Yeah, she's entre- she has an entrepreneurial spirit. And so she's doing, she has like an online store that she's uh-huh. working very, very hard at. And uh, she makes amazing jewelry. That's awesome. But also, she's got a job at Starbucks. And it's her first ever job. And I just, just you know... Sunrise, sunset, and it's just, I just, I love seeing her. I love seeing the little pictures. My aunt went into the Starbucks today and took pictures of her making drinks and stuff. And so that's hugely embarrassing. And I, you know, totally condone this. Pumpkin spice lattes are back. I, I heard that. Yes. And so yes. that's my contribution to the bright spot. Uh, that'll be, that'll <laughs> probably be 75% of what she has to make in the coming months. So it's, I think so it's so fucking good. <laughs> I uh, Are you one of those people? I am a basic bitch, and I'm proud of it. That's okay. I love fall. I love pumpkins. I like spring. I feel I like, like we all knew that about you already. Yeah. That's, and that's okay. Honestly, basic bitches are really fucking funny. So. Of course. And without the basic bitches, you, you wouldn't know a real bitch when you saw one. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Basic bitches are not mean. They just like basic things. Yes. They're the control group, essentially. So we need them to understand deviance. Correct. Yeah. I, I can say this, though, because I am one as well. I'm just a very basic. <laughs> I like the basic things. Jeans and T-shirts is what. Uh, I have this project now that I have to. I want to get new. I want to start acting and dressing like, like a person my age. So... I think high-waisted pants is what I have to do. Just kidding. But I do want to dress like a, you know, a, a person who's in his 40s, because that's what I am now, instead but of a you, person who's in his 20s. People in their 40s can still dress snappily. That's what I mean. I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> I just wear jeans and t-shirts all the time. 
Oh, well, that's still snappily. No, no, no. It's really drabbily. And so my project of since my birthday has been to start getting some new wardrobe pieces. And it's it's tough for me, honestly, because I absolutely hate shopping. I hate yeah. it. But I'm biting the bullet because if I don't do some shopping, then it's going to be the same high school musical t-shirts. And I don't mean high school musical merchandise. I mean We're my wearing own this t-shirts together. that we, we are here and that wearing were made clothes to commemorate together. the musicals I was in in high school myself. But those shirts have seen their final days and I'm still Come on, them. Troy. Let's go be sweethearts. Okay, Jenna. Isn't that- the musical? I don't fucking know. I don't know. know. <laughs> I've never actually seen High School Musical. I just did many High School Musicals. <laughs> the movie in my mind. <laughs> anyway, that is the bright spot. Congratulations, Grace. I love you. And, you know, may it lead to many years of, of career happiness to you. I love it. And also mm-hmm. keep making those jewels. Absolutely. So that is my bright spot. Now, uh, it's your turn. Get me off. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. All right. And do it quickly. Denora, Pennsylvania. I I have nothing. I am nothing is coming to mind except maybe coal. Steel. Oh, and steel. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing. This is about the time in Denora, Pennsylvania in 1974 mm. where there was a midway performer who turned out could breathe steel. I'm proud of you for trying. Thank you. I think I got it. That's right. Okay. We're going to talk about the infamous Denora Death Fog of 1948. Oh, so everybody was breathing steel, but <laughs> nobody actually could. That was the problem. <laughs> so, spoiler alert. We will not be able to say the bright side (laughs) is that no one died. (laughs) Well, if nobody got that from the Death Fog title, (laughs) then that's really on you. Spoiler! (laughs) People are going to die. All right. Well, tell me about the Death Fog, which I thought was one of the Halloween movies, but I guess I'm wrong. Okay. So it's October 1948. Near Halloween. That's why I thought that. 1948? I was in way off. <laughs> Denora, Pennsylvania, I got USA. that much. Why, why did you not see how disappointed I was? I did your... see how disappointed you were, but it's not my job to make you feel better. All right. <laughs> That's exactly I took your a st- job. <laughs> I took a stab, and then it's your job to tell me I got it right or wrong. Okay. This is a two-way Netflix and chill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll get you off, too. Your so, just has to come a little later. <laughs> it's a town of 14,000 people. Okay. So tiny. I 14,000 sounds like a lot of people. It's petite, Kevin. All right. Uh, I don't know why I choked on your name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my name is just as good as any other part of me to choke on, I guess. <laughs> so Denora is situated shake, in the- Shake, 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 Denora. <laughs> One time. It's the only time I'll do it, I promise. It's situated in the Monogalia River Valley. Work, 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 Denora. Is this a song? (gasps) What? You're just saying weird things. Is this like a college chant? Work it all the time. No, it's from fucking 
okay, it's a Harry Belafonte song, but it was featured very prominently in Beetlejuice. Mm, You've never seen Beetlejuice? No, I've seen it a couple times, but it's been a while. You don't remember the, the like, Dale scene? I remember that part. Well, this is at the end. She asks them to do it again, and she does it to Shake, Shake, Shake Sonora. And she's all floating, and it's Winona Ryder floating above the stairs in Beetlejuice, and fuck you for thinking I was making it up, or also thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So, all right, it's in the Monogalia River Valley. Right. In the southwest portion of the state, of 37 miles south of Pittsburgh. Gotcha. So it's like close to Pittsburgh, but not too close. It's small, but not too small. Yeah, that's close. Okay. It was also the site at the time for U.S. Steel's Donora Zinc Works and its American Steel and Wire Plant and various other mills. Okay. So So we've got a nice corporate pollution story coming your way, folks. Yeah. So as a result, those places basically... Hydrogen fluoride and sulfur dioxide uh, emissions would be pumped out into the air occasionally. They're just like, blop. Yeah. And somebody's standing in the control room going, you know, it's 1948. (laughs) There's no regulations about this stuff. We don't care about those born in the 80s. Fuck the earth and the pollution and all the future generations. I want steel now. Yeah, well, you do. When you want steel, you want it now. You don't want steel in 20 years. It's my steel and I want it now. Call J.G. Wentworth. 877-STEEL-NOW. And zinc. (laughs) (laughs) Call Jason T. Gaffney if you need something else, Rockhard. Oh, it's because I'm good at sex. I don't know. <laughs> it's light. It's light? It's light. Late. It's late. <laughs> All right. Now, okay. normally, the hydrogen fluoride and sulfur dioxide would float away and dissipate in the air more or less, right? Beautifully. Yes, it would so, dance away on, the, like, on the evening sun. Some enchanted evening. <laughs> You may choke a stranger. <laughs> you may choke a stranger <laughs> in a dungeon room. <laughs> Have a safe word. Um, so, <laughs> here's the thing. You, pumping that out sucks. I guess they have to, because otherwise the mills don't work. But, like, we do it better now, but, like, mm-hmm. not as good as we used to, because Trump decided to make it worse. Anyway. Okay. Great. Great job, Trump. Anyway, <laughs> on Wednesday, October 27th, 1948, mm-hmm. a weird fog started building up. Just in time for Halloween. I bet people were super into this. Yeah. Well... <laughs> The reason was that the day before, on the 26th, an anti-cyclone moved into the valley and moved a storm out of the way. Wow. Now, I know you've heard of a cyclone or a tornado, but what in the fuck is an anti-cyclone? The anti-cyclone is the cyclone that will come to Earth to mark the reign of the Dark One. (laughs) I, I... I really enjoy it. It's just the energy to laugh is so hard. <laughs> Don't fucking trouble yourself, Jason. 
<laughs> I don't know any goddamn favorites. <laughs> so, quote. <laughs> it cut me to the core. I tell you this right now. It's like, Kevin, you're not that funny. <laughs> Here's the thing. But my I, identity. I never said Netflix and chill would be fun with me. It is, mm-hmm. It's devastating. <laughs> Next, you can watch Netflix, and I will chill you to the fucking bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone, you might have a fantasy about me. I guarantee you, I will ruin it for you. <laughs> oh, you ruined my fantasies about you years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Was it when we were filming and I couldn't stop burping when the kiss scene? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it was way before that, even. (laughs) (laughs) Quote from A-I-C-H-E dot org. Mm. Quote, an anti-cyclone is exactly what you think. The opposite (laughs) of a cyclone. Instead of a concentrated low-pressure system, an anti-cyclone can cover large areas and consist of a high-pressure system which draws air down through the system and out in a clockwise motion. Okay. So it's like... Really calm fucking weather. (laughs) (laughs) The opposite of a cyclone. So it's very mild weather that brings a cool air down to you. A nice breeze. They should not call it an anti-cyclone if that's what it is. It's just a a nice little zephyr. It's a lovely breeze for you. So what I understood from this, because it's late. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand this. A cyclone is, from what I understand, it sucks things up. It's like, yum, 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 yum. Mm-hmm. And an anti-cyclone's like, nope, I've had too much. Down you go. Exactly. So to, to put it, I think to put it in terms that you'll understand. So the cyclone is like you in New York in your 20s. Just <laughs> sucking everything. Oh. And the anti-cyclone is you now in Sherman Oaks in your 30s. Just... <laughs> Just fucking exhausted by everyone. <laughs> so, all right. We're in a river valley, correct? Well, I'm in my bathroom, but yes. In in yes, in this in the telling of the story, yes, we're in a lovely river valley with an anticyclone not scaring us to death. Right. So an anticyclone pushes air down, but in a valley, if the air doesn't have anywhere to go, it gets stuck down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So what happened was every morning they would have this fog, but the sun would like burn it away, kind of like June gloom in L.A., where it's like, it's kind of foggy out. And then it gets to, and you're like, oh, it's 60. And then suddenly it's 90. And you're like, what happened? I'm yeah. dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like that fucking gif where the person holds the fence and then the, the sun shines and then they burn away. Um, oh, that. <laughs> That's from Terminator 2, yes. Oh, yeah. Di- it's Judgment Day. That's when Linda Hamilton gets fucking destroyed by nuclear holocaust, yes. I didn't watch it. So, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Beetle. So far, okay, for those keeping score, Kevin's I've movie references seen... that Jason does not know is Beetlejuice and Terminator 2. Okay. I've seen Beetlejuice. I just didn't know that obscure reference. Obscure. If I could fucking reach through this goddamn <laughs> Skype, I swear to fucking God. I would bite your hand. Yeah, I w- <laughs> I'm in a sassy mood. All right. So I'm in an obscure mood, apparently. <laughs> so I didn't understand what you just said. And for the record, 
I think that I'm getting this correct, but if I get it wrong, please write us to let us know. Let me know mm-hmm. that I'm wrong, right? So, like, yeah. if I'm getting this wrong about it's like a fog comes and then it burns away. Anyway, so the the anticyclone comes, the fog's set settling, and then it can't burn away because the pleasant air is like pushing the fog down. La la la. Okay. And so normally the fog would burn off, but the anticyclone is making it just stay over the town all the time. Yeah. It's like, this is your new home, fog. And the fog's Mm -hmm. like, ooh, yes. I'm filled with heavy metals. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just chonky. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a chonky fog. I'm hanging out in Pennsylvania. It was going leaf peeping. So the anticyclone showed up. Air can't move. It's trapped in the valley. Mm-hmm. And there's pollution from the plants that are in the fog. And they can't disperse because they're also trapped in the valley. Got it. And as a result of the pollution coming into the fog, it's actually making it harder for the sun to break up the fog. So now it's getting oh. worse. I just had a weird thought. Do you want to hear my weird thought? Yes. Do you think that people who invented plants, like manufacturing plants, called them plants so that they would sound more green? No. That's eh, just a thought. If you know the meaning of plant, please let us know. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Quote from AICHE.org. Quote, particulates like zinc... Cadmium and lead emitted by the plants contributed to the sun blocking, compounding the problem and ensuring a stagnant layer of air. Well, sounds like <clears throat> the wrong time to have all the kids go trick or treating. <laughs> trick or treat. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> so the fog was um, now becoming yellow. Oh, God. And soon became so thick that people were having a terrible time being able to even just see. Okay. So it's like apocalyptic. Yeah, very not happy with the situation as it's developing. (laughs) Quote from Mm smithsonianmag.com. Quote, citizens attending the Denora Halloween parade squinted into the streets at the ghost-like figures rendered nearly invisible by the smoke. I think this is fantastically eerie. The Denora Dragons played their habitual Friday night football game, but their vision obscured by the fog ran the ball rather than throwing it. Oh, wow. And when terrified residents began calling doctors and hospitals to report difficulty breathing, Dr. William Rongaus carried a lantern and led the ambulance by foot through the unnavigable streets. Rongaus the lantern doctor. <laughs> was on the wrong holiday (laughs) i like the idea though of santa coming to him and being like dr william rongus i have a very important job for you (laughs) (laughs) holy shit it's santa (laughs) so all right the fog is now so bad that most people stopped driving because they really just couldn't see anything You know it's bad when Americans stop driving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Russell Davis, the assistant to Chief John Volk of the Denora Fire Department, would be quoted saying, quote, I drove on the left side of the street with my head out the window, steering by scraping the curb. (gasps) 
Oh, my God. That was how he was able to find his way. It was really a bad idea to keep your head out in the window of that. I don't think you're going to hit a fucking light post. Also, you're breathing it the whole way. It's so fucking awful that you can't, like, drive through it, but you're going to stick your head out like some kind of, you know, pollution-thirsty dog and wander the streets. (laughs) Like, it's like he was trying to show people the way to the hospital by the sound. You've got the doctor with the lantern and then the fire department was like. (laughs) And really, when the answer is stay in your fucking houses. Well, the best part is that, you know, he's like, I know that zinc helps the cold, the common cold. Sure. So I'm super healthy right now. Yeah, I'm the healthiest. But I'll tell you what, I won't get sunburned. Oh, God. So Chief John Volk. (laughs) And Russell Davis were basically champions during this time, however, because mm-hmm. they managed, uh, they manned their stations and responded to all the calls and uh, for help throughout the entire ordeal mm-hmm. and would bring 800 cubic feet or 23 uh, meters, I think, of oxygen to town folks who had asthma and other respiratory illnesses. Wow. Cool. The, the chief is quoted saying, quote, I didn't take any myself. What I did every time I came back to the station was have a little shot of whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) I got fucking wasted. Yeah, I had no idea Clint Eastwood started as a small town sheriff. He kept talking to an empty chair, but that's just because he was trashed. (laughs) (laughs) Obama, you made this smoke happen. He revisited that idea years later. Now... I will say that it is somewhat stupid that he didn't take any air himself <clears throat> because <laughs> you should always make sure that you have your mask on before you help others, like on the fucking flight attendants tell everyone on the planes mm-hmm. repeatedly. Well, they're not on a plane, Jason. They're on the ground. It's like being on a plane. So yeah. I appreciate yeah. him and his job well done. I suspect that he needed to see a therapist after this. Perhaps. I think he was a different class of man. He was a man that only existed in the 40s through the 60s, you know? Well, through the 80s. And and currently as well, right now. It's just a man I've never been, okay? They've always existed, but it's just a man I've never been. Who just drinks and gets through it. (laughs) I'm a man, I'm hairy, and I'm Mm -hmm. drunk. Let's do this! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want you to drive. I'm the man! Who's gonna pull me over and tell me that? <laughs> you should. You think I'm drunk? You should see the officer I drank with. <laughs> That's a real man. <laughs> tell you what, he's passed out. He's not gonna do shit. <laughs> he he passed out because he already drove into a pole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apparently boy. there's only so far you can get by driving on the curb. I like to think of it as echolocation. He came up to a driveway and ran off the road. I just scream out my vehicle, is there a curb? (laughs) And if I hear an echo, I don't drive that way. (laughs) That's why I've been sitting here for 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking heroes, American heroes. Yes, not to detract from their heroic actions. 
So sorry, Mrs. sorry to this man, <laughs> Mrs. Cora Vernon, who was the executive director of the American Red Cross at the time. Uh huh. Helped get all the emergency calls centralized so that the eight doctors in town, only eight doctors out of for 14,000 people, hmm. could make house calls. Oh, wow. At this point, it was basically impossible for those who were sick to even find the doctor's office, so they were told to stay home. How are the doctors finding them? They, they're, they're using echolocation and curbs and lanterns. They're like, doctors. They know things the rest of us don't know. Yeah, they studied for years for this moment. Why they used the sewers, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> they just called out to their nurse, nurse, and they would call this way. Mm-hmm. Because nurses have the real knowledge. Yes, they really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, doctors are awesome, too. So Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're right. Thank you for saving all of our fucking lives. Yeah, yeah, it's nice job. So, yeah, people can't find their way to the doctors, and they're already dying, so like they don't need to like die in the street. Mm-hmm. The first death would take place on October thirtieth at two a.m. Spooky. <laughs> Sorry, that was inappropriately timed. <laughs> Happy Halloween, bitch! <laughs> Welcome to the end of your life. Is it wrong? Is it a bad time to say that this really should have happened in Erie, Pennsylvania? No. Great. But it didn't. No. Okay. So I'm sorry that someone died. <laughs> so they did. Okay. Over the next day or two, another 19 people would die from the smog. Fuck. Okay, yeah. that's a lot. At this point, doctors and officials are starting to freak out, and they're starting to try to get to evacuate people with health conditions out of the city, but mm-hmm. the air is so bad, people couldn't see to escape. So they're all like oh. trapped there. They're like, we got to get people Christ. out, but we can't get people out because there's no fucking way to see where we're going. Yeah. I just like the idea of a bunch of people trying to walk around town and walking into poles and shit and being like, bang, ow, oh, fuck. And you're just hearing that like constantly. Yeah, it's I hilarious be... when they knock themselves out and then suffocate to death on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it was nice. I just said it was funny. (laughs) Funny goes where funny goes, okay? It's not always nice. (laughs) Sorry, Snowflake. Welcome to my ha-ha-ha of horrors, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be triggering to everyone listening. At this point, the hospitals were completely full. Yeah, okay. Triggered. So quote from AICHE.org, quote, Humans were not the only victims. Oh. All of the crops in the area perished. Corn, which is highly sensitive to fluorine exposure, was especially devastated. Well, that sucks. All the fucking corn. I like corn. I like it. It's October. Was there a lot of corn happening? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, the corn, yeah, it was about to be harvest. About to be Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. I, yes. Corn does happen at Thanksgiving. You're right. That's a good point. I know that we should be thankful to be alive, but is life worth living without the corn, Papa? <clears throat> you have a point, Timmy. <laughs> have a fucking drink, Timmy. Be a no, man. No. God damn yeah. it. It's about time you learn the ways of the world, though. <laughs> Things are terrible. Dad, I'm drunk now. I don't know. That's drunk, Timmy. That's wild. I don't know why he suddenly developed all sorts of different voices. 
<laughs> Timmy was having fun. He was putting on voices. He's having fun. He's drunk for the I'm first time. I'm a dog. Woof. See, Timmy's just living his best drunk little life. <laughs> so, drunk little eight-year-old Timmy. Now, corn wasn't the only thing that suffered from the poisoning. Oh, you're going to talk about pets. I thought that's where you're going to go before. And then you said corn. And honestly, I was like, eh, well, eh, fuck it. Like, but pets, if it's going to be pets. I'm sorry. I like corn too, but Jesus Christ, you can get corn at the store. Can you if it's all gone? Well, if you can't find the store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck eating. I mean, it's it's all gone from that one valley, right? But there's other corn in the world. It was but all there's no other the corn in the world. <laughs> of Danamora. What the hell is this place called? Denora. Denora. There's, there's no other pets of Denora in the world. None. When the fog comes to kill and you're choking and chilled, that's Denora. That's Denora. <laughs> I, uh, the way wow. your eyes lit up when I started singing that made me very happy. Oh, good. So the fluorine poisoning in the humans were about 12 to 25 times the normal amount. Oh. Yeah. It feels like fluorine is not something that you really need a lot of in your life. No. I think it's mm. something that causes lots of cancer and... Shut up. They put it in the water. <laughs> That's fluoride. Shut up. <laughs> I think I know my water. <sighs> That's why I only drink my re- reclaimed urine. <laughs> and whiskey. And of course, shut, of course, fucking whiskey. <laughs> Goes without saying. How am I going to do my job unless I have a lot of whiskey? That's how my reclaimed urine has that peaty flavor. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, God. So the smog would last for about five days and would start to break on Halloween. Hey. The reason? Partially. Because it, it too got into the spirit. (laughs) It was. I know what it was. It was all the fake Draculas raising their capes. It blew the air away. It, you know, cleared it up. I was like, let's get some shop fans in here and, you know, do it right. Yes. Yes. It was shop fans. You got it. Yeah, shop fans. Shop fans and fake Draculas. So it, Save the day again. Partially, it was because it finally started to rain. Um, so okay, the anti-cyclone great. kind of was like, I'm going to leave. Right. And the rain was like, la, 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 la. Sure. Rain, oh, rain, it's rain, so rain, nice. rain, It's so nice when the uh, death fog can just seep into the ground water. That's nice. <laughs> what a relief. So the other part was that the mayor got the mills and plants to shut down to see if that would stop burping pollutants into the air. So it's like. They can... didn't stop. <clears throat> they didn't stop the plants. No. As part of this? Not until the final day. You're fucking kidding me. No. Uh, so they would shut down the plants that's around. the most American thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> they'd shut it down around 6 a.m. on Halloween. Okay. But then because the rain completely moved the fog away, the next day they opened the factories back up. It clearly wasn't our problem. Yeah. So, quote from Wiki, quote, Preliminary results of a study performed by Dr. Clarence A. Mills of the University of Cincinnati and released in December 1948 showed that thousands more 
Denora residents could have been killed if the smog had lasted any longer Eesh. than it had. So 20 people died during the smog. About 50 people died wow. the following month yeah. from the complications. But if the smog had lasted only a few more days, it probably would have been looking at thousands dead. Okay. Oh, God. I This this topic gets so to the heart of one of my absolute like fears living in Los Angeles is air quality. Yes. I'm terrified of it. Like, I mean, and there's, and there's nothing you can do, you know, get an electric car. I have an electric car, but I mean, you can get a, you can get, I'm saying when you're out in the world, in the, in the air, you, there's nothing you can do about the air quality in this very moment, except for breathe it in, you know? So whatever's in there is now in you. They said that HIPAA filter, they said, Oh yeah, we have one in the, in the bedroom, but like, I heard recently this week that uh, eating a hot dog, right, is the equivalent of taking 36 minutes off of your life, right? Sure. I'm like, what does one day in Los Angeles do to you? Well, (laughs) just the energy in Los Angeles takes away at least 47 days. There's that about, there's that, yeah. I think at this rate, I'm going to be dead in five years. No. (laughs) We got to get all our episodes then. I had a good run. Whatever we stop at will be all of our episodes, you shithead. <laughs> I joke because I can't comprehend you dying and I can't handle that right now. Aw. So, anyway, Thanks. let's keep going. It'd be like this. Hey, everyone. This is The Bright Side with Jason. <laughs> oh, damn it. I gave it away. <laughs> I wasn't dead. Oh, and then I'm like, you got me. I tell a fact and I go, oh my God, I didn't know that fact except I wrote it. Oh my God, we have to do a bonus episode of The Bright Side with just Jason. (laughs) Maybe we'll do that when we're on hiatus for a couple weeks this month. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. So, all right. There's basically a whole bunch of people who wanted to come into town and figure out what had happened. But the air was unsafe. <laughs> they couldn't. The air was now safe, but but they 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 basically show up and they're like, "What happened?" So Devra Davis, who is author of "When Smoke Ran Like Water" and founder oh. of Environmental Health Trust, is quoted mm-hmm. in the Smithsonian Mag article saying, "Quote: The first investigators were run out of town by people with handguns." What? The majority of the town council worked in the mill, and some Uh, of them had executive jobs, like supervisors. Jesus Christ. How dare you find the truth behind our crazy pollution? Any suggestion that there could be some problem with the mill itself, which was supporting them financially, was simply something that there was no economic incentive to even entertain. Oh, my God. I think, you know... I think even the term like anti-cyclone is just basically ginned up for like the purposes of making this sound more nefarious than it was. Like this town couldn't handle five days of nice weather. <laughs> it's <laughs> and that's too nice. <laughs> it's too, we, can't, we can't handle it. Usually, usually our poisonous fog, it burns off by eight o'clock. <laughs> it's, it's choking me. Well, that's because it hasn't burned off yet. Usually, it's you know, usually in the morning you're choking a bit, you're coughing a little bit, you have some coffee, you have a bagel, obviously a shot of whiskey, 
And uh, then you feel better by nine when it burns off. I like my coffees without death. <laughs> Move back to California, <laughs> professor. Uh, so, all right. That being said, everyone involved did really, they really did want to figure out how to handle this and make sure it wouldn't happen again. Well, not everybody wanted to, but sure, but, yeah, a lot of people did. Well, they wanted to figure <laughs> it out so that they could keep doing terrible things but not get caught. If we could just kill, like, 12 people a year, yeah, I think that's the sweet spot you want to go for right there. So, eventually, the federal government was sent in. Because we need wire. I mean, we need wire, right? I'm, I'm just saying. So, 12 people do you want, next to wire? Do you want coldies without zinc? Then it's just a throat lozenge. Yeah, it's just, then it's just cold E. Then it's just Ricola. <laughs> and then we don't go over that Swedish shit. It feels good and it tastes delicious, but is it going to stop your cold or just alleviate your symptoms? Is it going to stop your cold dead or is it going to let a lot of immigrants move right into it? <sighs> that, that was so American and it hurt my heart. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know if I'm going to sleep well tonight. <laughs> I don't know why I, that guy is so clearly in my mind. I don't. <laughs> We never can do another Pennsylvania episode. You can never get in touch with the side of yourself again. That's fine. I'm fine with that. So the federal government eventually was sent in and 25 workers would find that about 5,000 of the local residents now had permanent damage to their lungs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Quote from Deborah Davis from that article. Quote, if you looked at the x-rays of their lungs, they looked like the survivors of poison gas warfare. Fuck. Well, they kind of were the survivors of poison gas warfare. Yeah. It's just the po- the people at war were capitalists and the other side was life. <laughs> life always finds a way. Da na 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 na. Is this a reason for me to eat all the ice cream before it goes bad? Because I will take that opportunity. So, okay. It would lead to multiple lawsuits, and the company would claim that it was an act of God because of the anti-cyclone, and that all the other things like cars and homes contributed to the pollution as well. Okay, sure. So, they settled with the plaintiffs out of court, but the plaintiffs only got enough to basically cover their legal fees. An act of God. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what's going to happen if you open a portal to hell. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, an anti-cyclone, that sounds like the devil's work. Yeah, I don't think that came from this country. Yeah. <laughs> Either. <laughs> Damn it, Harold. Immigrants don't alter the weather. You're so xenophobic about everything. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't like it, you don't have to live here in this town of fog. You would say that, you Canadian bitch. (laughs) What's this all about? My boot up your ass. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, uh, Another country heard from, literally. So, quote from Britannica.com, quote, For the next ten years... The town's mortality rate surpassed those of its neighbors, 
Many of the survivors had permanent respiratory damage. In the aftermath of the Donora Death Fog, the state of Pennsylvania created and passed the first of its air pollution laws in 1959. And the story mm -hmm. of this event was recounted as evidence supporting the development and passage of the 1970 Clean Air Act. Very good. Good job, Pennsylvania. It only took you nine years <laughs> to pass a law. <laughs> so the plants and mills that would cause this chaos would eventually close down in 1966 with U.S. Steel shutting them down. Mm -hmm. um, at this point, only about... They six... just moved them to India, but yeah, okay. At this point, only 6,000 people live there. Oh, right now 6,000 people are there? Yeah. Is it close to the town that's still burning underneath it? <laughs> <laughs> Centralia yeah because <laughs> this is, it sounds like a wonderful part of Pennsylvania to go on a tour of okay what is the bright side uh, all that farmland opened up for the Amish <laughs> the corn's dead <laughs> Kevin. No, it's it's years later. It's 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 eighty years later. There's 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 little buds of corn just sticking their heads out again. Life. Life always finds a way. Finds a way, exactly. <laughs> that corn has three ears on one stalk. And if I know anything, that's fine. And more for the feasting. Uh, if there's anything I know about the Amish, is that they will help life find a way. More for the feasting. Yes. That, that's the weirdest quote ever. It's not as weird as complaining about a corn that gives you more for the feasting. <laughs> All right. What's the bright side first? I don't fucking know. Many, many more people could have died. Three-eared corn. <laughs> Sounds great. So it would also lead to many pollution laws and air pollution acts that would help millions of Americans and plants and animals all over the world. Fantastic. I know he skated right past the fact that all the pets died, but some of them now also have pets again. This is Harold the Third. <laughs> Harold the First was around in 1948. That dog was going to die anyway, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so people took action and got shit done, mm -hmm. and many people in town banded together to save each other during the actual crisis. Absolutely. They banded together to help each other during the crisis, and then they banded together to keep the goddamn government out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tight-knit town, the ones that are left. What are you doing here, partner? I'm, uh, I've come to test the air quality. You of... get the fuck out of this town right fucking now. I, I'm warning you. If you step your foot one foot closer... I. I, you know what? That's it. I'm taking a shot of whiskey and then I'm pulling out my pistol. I'm trying to save your life, sir. Uh, glug, just... glug, glug. That's uh, the whiskey. Now it's time for the pistol. Uh, all right. Uh, just a soil sample before I go. Bang. Ah. <laughs> That's their warning. I don't. I'm a civil servant. I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> also, I'm drunk and I can't shoot straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shot Maud again. Uh, craziness. So, I, yeah. love, I love I love Americans that are like that you know are so myopic as to just like go against their self interest. Exactly, it's like we're we're poisoning ourselves to death, but don't you come here and try to fix it or find out why? Right, because we also like buying stuff. I don't like it enough to burn the place down, though. Yeah, I'm sure you know most of the stuff that I buy has contributed to the health problems of somebody. 
My new resolution, in addition to buying better clothes, is to just, you know, buy things that are only harmful to me. So more food. More food, essentially, is what I mean. I like food, too. Yeah. And so more food will also necessitate the buying of more clothes. <laughs> because nothing fits anymore. It's because you're getting um, muscly. Swole. I know. Yeah. Wow. That's a good story. Thank you. Yeah. So I and it's actually classic bright side material because it's like this horrible thing happened. We're, it feels like going back to our roots. This horrible thing happened, and then people banded together. And after they were done shooting the people from the government, they you know passed some laws and took care of it. <laughs> Paid attention to it and said no more, no more. Only twenty people and nine years. <laughs> after that, we won't stand for this anymore. It was more like 70 people. Well, sure. When you consider all the people who had like permanent... Oh, no. 70 people died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 70 people died. Yeah. In, uh, during the time and then in the months following, right? But those were the old and sickly and they were going to die anyway. Sure. But just thanks for saving us the ice flow. <laughs> <laughs> That's one less person using electricity and being a pain on our system. That's right. I mean, yes, we lost a number of our residents, but also just think of the time we saved not building the rafts that we send them out on and then burn them in the in the lake. <laughs> That's one less old folks home we need to build. Because they're <laughs> oh not God. getting old. <laughs> 50 fewer old folks, one less old folks home. You, I, I can do the math as simple as you. <laughs> Jesus. Asthma? That's dark. Not my problem. That's fucking dark. And I love it. Thank, Thank you, you for this topic. Thanks for teaching me about this. I knew nothing about this. I didn't until the other day. I know I disguised it well by my nearly spot on guess at the very beginning of the show, but really I'd never heard of this before. Who breathes steel? Um, Everyone in fucking Danamora for about five days until they can't anymore. <laughs> can't live. So that's who. It's Denora. What did I say? Danamora. Yeah, well. What's Danamora again? It's a prison. Much like this town was when it was very, very <laughs> dark and you couldn't see. <laughs> I want to leave, but I can't. Then you know what prison's like. Exactly. That's my point. That's why I get it confused. So, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I love you. Thank you. And we'll see you soon. Love you. See you soon. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Don't mind him. It's just another anti-cyclone. That's going to be disgusting for people to hear, and I love it. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightsideKandJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on The, the Bright, bright Side! side.